0: on this episode, I'm talking about the recent Brazil presidential election and some surprising factors that will tell us that this story is far from over. You're not going to want to miss this, so let's get into it right now. This is Your Faith at Work, the show that helps you get your faith out of the church and into the world. God is on the move right now in the marketplace and culture through people just like you. You were created for influence and impact. Let's take your faith to the next level. Learn more at RyanSHoward.com. And now, here's your host, Dr. Ryan S. Howard. Oi, meus amigos. Hello, my friends. On this special episode, we are talking about The Brazil presidential election. There is some shocking information. And like I mentioned, this story is far from over. And I want to make sure you have the latest and greatest. And of course, there will be more to come. I happen to uh, have been in Brazil during this election on October 30th, 2022. And I'm recording this just a few days later on November 1st, 2022. And I want to give you the latest, like I mentioned. Now, a couple things to start out with, Brazil also, uh, similar to the United States, has a representative uh, government where they elect their leaders and they have a, a Senate and a House and they also have a, an executive branch, a presidential branch, and it's a little different. They actually go with a popular vote, not an electoral college, similar to what the United States has. And that means, uh, well, only one region, one major city could flip the election. That would be like in the U.S., whatever California does pretty much would decide what uh, the presidential election was. And that's why we need to not have the popular vote, but we need the electoral college. Now, the results, the official results that were that came out were that uh, Lula won and Bolsonaro lost. Now, Bolsonaro is the current president of Brazil. He is considered the Trump of the tropics. He's, again, he's not for the establishment. He stands for conservative values. He's sort of a very popular candidate. He's a conservative candidate. He supports biblical values, family uh, values, all of these sorts of things. He's a, a Christ follower. And so, really, the man that we need in the leadership of brazil and brazil is such a key player on the global stage and so we must have the right leader in brazil now he lost uh the official results was that he lost by just around one percent. He uh, they, they had a, a runoff because in Brazil, the winner has to have 50 percent of the vote. And so a few weeks ago, they had a uh, an election with other leaders in there as well, candidates for president. And these two, Bolsonaro and Lula, were the ones that got the top two percent top two percentages, but they neither one of them had over 50%, so they had a runoff here just a couple days ago, a few weeks later. Now, uh, there's something going on here I want to point out. Now, first I want to go to a, a quote from a tweet from Biden in the U.S. He says, I send my congratulations to Luis Lula da Silva on his election to be the next president of Brazil Here it is, following free, fair, and credible elections. I look forward to working together, and he goes on from there. Now, he mentions free, fair, and credible elections. It just seems odd that that's thrown in his congratulations. It's like a little kid that uh, sees the mom come home and says, Hey, mom, uh, love you, missed you. Uh, By the way, if uh, if there's cookies missing from the cookie jar, I didn't do it. So I certified that the cookie jar was full before I came to say hi to you. So if you go in the kitchen and it's not full, I don't know anything about it. So this (laughs) is just absurd. I mean, like I had a friend that texted me that says, well, I saw his quote. So looks like there for sure was fraud in the election. (laughs) Well, uh, I want to go to next to uh, an update from a uh, popular uh, guy on twitter uh, his his twitter handle is alexander brazil that's brazil with an s and he says and i'm giving the translation because it was in portuguese it says bolsonaro was elected 60, with 65% of the votes the final report will be out soon there will be arrests and gnashing of teeth the president's silence agonizes the right, but terrifies the left. We are the last ditch. We are the nation that will guide the rest of the world along the path of freedom. Now, many people have noticed that Bolsonaro has not conceded. He has not conceded. Now, uh, if things were going on in the background and they were investigating these sorts of things and getting ready to arrest people, then I certainly also would not be out talking about it or talking about anything. And uh, from what I understand, they actually have the information needed for these convictions. Now, to give you a little history here, Lula is, was president in the past, uh, had two terms, and he was actually arrested and he was in prison for embezzlement of money through a, a, government, uh, a government energy company. And you'll probably hear reports of him being acquitted and let out of jail early and all of that. But if you look closely, it was not because he didn't do the crime. It's because he was charged in a different state, like from where the crime happened versus where he lives and all that. So there's a potential for another charge. And so that's quite interesting, I think. Now, one thing that is exciting to me is that the churches in Brazil seem to not have a problem weighing in on politics when it matters, when biblical values are under attack, you know, we're not supposed to be political just to be political, but we should be speaking up when it matters and we need to be discipling culture. We need to, the church needs to disciple nations or the nation will disciple the church. Jesus said in Matthew 28, go and make disciples of the nations disciple the nations and so we do that by influencing culture and the different mountains of influence throughout culture but it's just uh amazing to me it, we have the same there's the same cancel culture in brazil as in the u.s it's the same media there's like five large media com- uh, families that own all the media in brazil and there are some uh conservative or uh, really truth-driven media outlets not necessarily have to be conservative but just to be truth-driven Now, some people who have spoken out against Lula uh, as being a criminal, a thief, which he is – have been uh, sort of banned and 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 really pushed hard to take back what they said because oh look he was acquitted but it's like yeah he wasn't absolved of the crime it was a procedural aspect of it corruption has been pretty rampant in Brazil and I used to talk with my wife about that and chat you know joke with her about it she's from Rio de Janeiro Brazil and uh, she would kind of push back on the what's happening in the U S and I've since learned uh, you know there's lots of corruption there as well and so what Bolsonaro has done is started to expose a lot of this and get it cleaned up and really these policies are are what is needed and and we need Bolsonaro to be president in Brazil like i said he's the trump of the tropics and so really doing what is in the best interests of Brazil now Lula on the other hand is a socialist he wants government control of everything that's that's absolutely what he wants and unfortunately a lot of People in universities and all that seem to think socialism is a good thing these days, but it's very ill-informed. And, you know, us as conservatives, biblical conservatives, and those are our founders of the United States, believe that in the rights of the individual, that we have inalienable rights that come from God, that, that the government protects. You see, the left, the socialist, the communist view is that these rights— are really just entitlements that come from the state. And so the government needs to expand its power to give people more rights. But the, the government doesn't grant rights. That's, saying, that's basically saying individuals are weak and uh, need help from the state, which is just absurd. The, the reality is that our rights come from God as in, as sovereign individuals— and we, the individual is not sacrificed for the good of the whole. That's the socialist view that the government controls everything, and we got to have everybody moving forward. That's communist view is that the government controls uh, all of the production and all of that. And what we get, we get North Korea. You can hear my other episodes. What that's, what life is like there, and also in China as well. And but not the stuff you see on TV. So that's what Lula. Is for, and that's not what Brazil needs. That is not helpful. What he wants to do is help the poor as long as they stay poor. Now, <laughs> that's what he wants. He does It's not about helping them get out of poverty. that it's similar to what the Democrats are doing in the u s. It's just it's just a convenient, Uh, group of people that they want. It's like they're using certain minority communities as well and just taking advantage of them every few years to get the vote and don't actually care or do anything to help them get in a better position in life. And so what we need is the right conservative leaders in these countries. Now, one thing that's also interesting, you know, in the US, there's actually uh, laws that require paper ballots to be uh, retained for several years after elections. Now, obviously this last election with all the fraud that we had uh, and all the laws broken and new laws made illegally in an illegal manner and new, new things, uh, new approaches and mailing ballots out without being requested and absentee policies and all this sort of stuff and drop boxes and computer codes and cheating and all this stuff. Huge election fraud, probably Biden only had 30, 40 million votes. I mean, that's the reality, but that's getting sorted out now but in Brazil there is no requirement to have a paper ballot and I know that because they passed a law and they didn't use they don't use paper ballots I went to the elections uh, place where they do elections one of the polling places on Sunday and they don't it's 100 percent electronic voting. They type a number in for uh, Bolsonaro. It was 22. You walk up to the little machine, you press 2 22 and you press enter. Your vote is entered. And that's it. Obviously ripe for fraud and, and very difficult to have traceability and all that. Well, apparently there was fraud in the first election a few weeks ago with all the different candidates. And because of that, the military got involved and now was watching this election and ready for it to happen. Now, I understand looks like uh, Bolsonaro won all the major regions, except uh, up in the Northeast, there's a little pocket there uh, uh, that had uh, swung the popular vote toward Lula. And I just saw an article that Lula on election day, the a judge had rejected a request for uh, the polls to be kept open later in, in that region. Shocker, right? Well, Of course, that's where you have the end. That's where you go and and do the deed. And one final thing I want to point out before we wrap up is in Brazil, it was just like in the U.S. with Trump, like everywhere you go, you see... Lots you saw lots of Trump stuff in 2020, just like in 2016. Trump, 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 Trump. Everybody loves Trump, at least the people who were excited to be vocal about who they supported. You didn't see Biden signs everywhere. Nobody cared. Nobody was excited on that side. And that's why it's so absurd to say that he got over 80 million votes, which did not. But it's the same in Brazil. You see all this Bolsonaro stuff everywhere. Everybody's got it on their cars. The pizza delivery guy's got it on his motorcycle. Everybody there there's I saw a parade for a pro-Bolsonaro parade. They have song, a song, like a theme song for him, and people are saying that waving flags, all this patriotic stuff everywhere. And that's what you saw. I don't see any parades for Lula. You don't see any of that stuff. There's a lot more uh, to come. There's a lot more to say, but that's the latest and greatest. I wanted to get that to you as soon as I could and uh, make sure that you were up to date on that. So stay tuned. More to come. And as we say in Brazil, vai Deus. Go with God. Because Deus é fiel. God is faithful. Deus abençoe. God bless you. And we will see you in the next episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe and you can help spread the word by leaving a five-star review and sharing it with your friends. Visit RyanSHoward.com to learn more about living the intentional, influential, and impactful life you were created for.